Good evening, Meat Suits. Welcome back. It's Read and Weep. I'm your host, Alex Falcone. My voice just cracked when I said it. This is episode is season four of Read It and Weep. We are just four conquistadors searching the Amazon for perfect opinions about movies, books, and TV, and pop culture. I, um, of course, this is the the kickoff. As you all can tell, you've turned your calendars over. You turned your pages. What is that show after Thirty Days Hath September? Well, it's the Rocktober, but it's also Spooktober. How could we ever solve that problem? Well. Boy, have I got a plan for you. Today is the first episode of the first ever Rocky Horror Podcast Month. Anthony is to blame for that name um, slash credit. Really clever. Um, So we're going to be doing the rock and horror in alternating fashion. Rocky Horror Podcast Month. Um, Let me introduce you to your panel today. So as I mentioned, I'm Alex. I'm in the North Koreatown, Los Angeles. I have a great panel with me today. First up in Southeast Portland. He's mostly snakes. It's Anthony Lopez. Hey guys, excited to be here. And I want to just throw this out to a listeners. Look, listeners, I've never asked anything of you. Besides... Probably true. Yeah. Well, never, you, you do I, ask people to email me things sometimes. No. Yeah, but that's that's in joke. This is Otis. This is, if any of you have any kind of artistic abilities, even if you don't, if you have like bad Photoshop skills, if anyone can make me an image that is a frame from Rocky Horror Picture Show with the whole cast, but replaced with characters that The Rock has played and horror. Oh, wow. I would love you forever and give you a shout out on every episode that I could remember to do it. But oh, I man. I'm all on it, but like you have Leatherface and Chucky and Ghostface and then like, you know, the guy from The Rundown and his characters. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it'll be a little hard to tell because look, all rock characters kind of look the same. I am uh, sure this exists on the internet. The the Oops All Rocks version <laughs> of Rocky Horror. Yeah, I, I think... I need the horror icons as well. Yeah, so you're, yeah you're trying to du- double, triple mo- down here. Uh, I don't really Oops like All Rocks, it. Oops no. All Horror. Man, I, need, I need I someone I to make working. an image. I think I can do it right now. I think I'm just going to start right now. So, like, uh, yeah, I'll I can be on next you episode. You know what I mean? The man who is furiously photoshopping... Yeah. <laughs> he's at Hunbun yeah. on Letterbox. Now back where he belongs in a different part of Southeast Portland. He's bees and honey. It's Hunter Donaldson. Yo, can you <laughs> smell my elbow? That's is my that rock a, joke. Can you yeah. smell what my elbow is, is dripping? <laughs> oh, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hey, can you smell what my elbow is cooking? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, it's what the people are cooking. Um, it's the people's very, elbow. The people's it's elbow is cooking. It's interesting that it's the people's elbow. I have never gotten my turn with it. Yeah. You know? When do yeah. I get to use it? Yeah. How did I mean, he, how did he come up with that? How was he like? Uh, this isn't just my elbow. Like, <laughs> yeah, this is like a water fountain. This is a everybody public, can this use is a, this yeah. elbow. Public <laughs> service tax, elbow. Taxpayer dollars went to the mean, elbow. Yeah. You you know the people's elbow like. It started as like a, a dare because it's the dumbest move in professional wrestling. And he was like, he would do it to make pe- the the boys in the back laugh because it was so stupid. But right. he would do it enough that the people started to love it, that it got over in a huge way and became this iconic thing. But uh, yeah, it's it's Wait, like the okay, people okay, so, made so it, this, you know? So this is... This is um... Norm Macdonald bombing at the roast. This is he's doing the worst version of a wrestling signature move. Is just I put my elbow on you, and that makes the comedian slash wrestling people watching laugh. Here's the thing: so 
I don't like elbows on me. I think that would probably annoy me too. No one wants yeah. an elbow. No, that's true. They're weird. I'd rather take like the rock's elbow than like the macho man's elbow off the top rope. You know, it's a little bit easier. Yeah, to that's take true. The people's elbow. Um, yeah, well, plus, plus, you know, we each get it for one hour. Um, also joining us, rounding out the panel, he's mud. It's Ezra Fox. <laughs> Gushy, Gushy sounds over here. Gushy douche. You're also roots. I can't remember. I couldn't tell if there were four. Anyway, um, as always, that's our reference to something you'll get later. Before we start the show, or not. Like, excuse me. Sorry, I just had a look. Whoa, I did you just purple? I was talking. Just Wait, you murder? became a man with your voice cracking, and now you've like, like, <laughs> entered middle age with like just going to to bubble water only. Yeah, so what sorry. is this? Oh, that was weird. Um, Rapidly aging. I liked not, it. I liked not, it a lot. Oh, I'm so. We probably lost the last two listeners. Um, <laughs> with the last listener, please turn off the lights as you leave. Um, <laughs> but you know what? We haven't lost our fabulous meat buddies. We still have them, and if you'd like to join them and help keep the show going, despite all evidence that it shouldn't, go to Metreon.com, get some real stupid prizes, and we really thank everybody who supports the show. Let me start the show off now with segment one: the news. You guys, um, well, first, a very brief news, obviously. Um, Fat Bear Week wrapped up this week. I'm sure you guys saw this. Big win for Otis. Mm-hmm. This is win number four for Otis uh, of Fat Bear Week. Um, oh, he overcame a lot of adversity this week. He showed up missing some teeth. He was kind of late. But boy, he picked a good spot by that waterfall. And he gorged. Just love watching him have and eat. Congratulations, Otis. But now, our top two stories today. Things that I did not see coming, but I definitely should have. Talking, of course, of the judge's decision on the Texas abortion. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, we have two stories that are at the confluence of space, which I love, and movies, which we all love. So two space movie-related stories. First up, Star Trek actor William Shatner and uh, is going to be going almost to space. Did you yeah. see this? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, William we Shatner. Are and so close to Galaxy mm-hmm. Quest happening in real life, guys. I mean, it's great. <laughs> The question is, is this so I saw the headlines, I looked into it. Is this like a publicity thing? Like they invited him because it'd be fun headline, or is this like he's paying out of pocket? Because it feels wrong that he should have to pay. Like it feels like, hey, we should try to get Captain Cook to be on a thing. That would be good publicity. But if he's throwing down twenty two million or whatever, so uh, I have seen different stories of this have different reports. The early reports all suggested he was uh, Jeff's guest on this trip and that it was just a um, a comp. But then Jeff later Jason ones... Was, that they, was, he was a huge fan of William Shatner's music. Yeah. Uh, he's a big fan of his yeah. talking yeah. Word, spoken word kind and of, I you know. it's going to be a long, long time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a rocket man. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, he he's going to be. Um, yeah, it's unclear if he's paying for it, if his if producers of some kind are paying for it, or if it's just a straight comp. Um, it seems like because he's going to be the oldest person to ever go kind of to sp- almost to space, and so it seems likely that this was uh, this is more of a publicity stunt and less a thing that he was um, willing to put out twenty two million for. But who knows? It's really hard to tell. They're kind of secretive about that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, and as you remember, this is of course this is Blue Origin. This is not the 
there's the Virgin Galactic plane that goes almost to the space and then lands. And then there's the um, Blue Origin one that looks like a, a penis and it goes up almost to space and then just goes back down. It's like three minutes long. It's the dumbest thing that's ever happened. Anyway, that's what Captain Kirk gets to do. Um, also, that was great news because it was announced the same uh, week as the whistleblower at Blue Origin who published a, a, in a, an anonymous letter um, insisting that the rockets aren't safe and that it's a miracle no one's died yet and that the company Whoa. culture is also sexist and terrible. So Whoa. weird time to be like, let's mm. put the oldest person ever in a rocket. It's kind of well, it's, it's kind of perfect for him. I don't know if you pay attention to his Twitter at all, but man, that guy's really kind of ruined his own legacy in my heart. Bill Shatz? I didn't know that. Yeah. Is he a, he's a piece of crap on Twitter? Oh my God. I don't know if he's a piece of crap, but he's just... He's just adult. He's just a dullard. Boy, we, I mean, this, like, Twitter is the number one source for people destroying their own legacy. If I you know. I don't all even you like have to, look to do at to maintain your legacy is just shut up and people yeah, cannot. It's so yeah. easy not to tweet. I don't understand <laughs> it, guys. Dude, and like, he's the type of guy on Twitter, like, he like responds to everything. Like, he responds mm-hmm. to everything every little, like, person might say to him. It's mm-hmm. like, if you want to have a fight with. Okay, anyone listening right now, if you want to have a fight with William Shatner right now, all you got to do is tweet at him. Like you he can will, just do it. He will fight you, and it's so obvious that he doesn't have people managing his Twitter at all. It's him. It's really him. Uh, Tell yeah. him his version of "Common People" sucks. <laughs> yeah, cover that great pulp song. And evidently, he doesn't have a lot going on because I bet he yeah. will talk to you about that all day. So. <laughs> it it is so easy not to tweet. I have to like. Yeah. remind myself i have to put reminders during the day to tweet because it's hard for me to do i don't know how these people are just like yeah. tweeting themselves off a cliff in respectability but in fact as a group i'm still the one who's tweeting the most of the four of us and it's really difficult for me we we, we should have uh, anybody this is a new read and weep service if you would like to maintain your legacy as a famous person you can hire the four of us to run your twitter and yeah. together we will almost never tweet Yep, that's a guarantee. We will post very close to nothing. Yeah, <laughs> I guarantee you, nothing or close to nothing, and that yeah. is the best move you can make for Which your is, own. That's list. what that's what they need from you. That's all. Yeah. Should They'll we get offer real out of just following you? That's all they need. Yeah. Um, for people who have destroyed their legacy already, should we try to tweet in the hopes that maybe we can unbreak it? Like, if you Great break questions. things, twice, <laughs> if you uh, if you hire like, us, what if James Woods emailed us right yeah. now? Like, what I don't hey, know guys, what we could do a, at this I'm point. A pickle, uh, can you help me? <laughs> I will I... send you all of my vampires and Disney's Hercules residual checks for the rest of your lives. I mean, we can but like, me. has anyone ever tweeted themselves out of a hole? I don't think so, right? No, like, well, I mean, the, the amazing thing about someone like Shatner is like Shatner. Didn't exactly have the greatest reputation no. before Twitter. No, that's right? true. I mean, that's true. <laughs> most the most like complimentary thing any like director who's ever worked with him can say about Shatner is that he's like a toddler, right? You have to tire him out, and then you can get the takes <laughs> you want, right? Okay, but, he's, but 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 this is the thing about Twitter, and this is the difference is like that's a thing that Hollywood people know and deep movie buffs know, but most people do not hear that news about shatner on set and if they did they don't care they remember him in the movies but twitter is like i would like to remind normal people every day that i'm a dipshit and you don't have to do that it's such an own goal i would say as a part of the read it and weep tw- uh, social media managing promise is that if you are in in a deep shit we will help you by continuing to not tweet 
It's probably yeah. the best thing you can do for whatever problem you're having. You cannot tweet your way out of a mess. You can only tweet yeah. down. So if you read and weep social media management, we guarantee not to tweet. That's our promise. Wow. Will we? Will we? Will we do anything? Like will we TikTok? Will we pin things? No. No. no we, nothing. We certainly we'll, won't. Um, will we make we an Etsy make a, shirt? We'll make. We will make a. Um, we'll pick a nice profile photo of you. And if you tweet compliments at us, we will like them. <laughs> that's it. That's that's our yeah. whole team. And occasionally just working around the clock, with, not tweeting for you. And then just occasionally respond with, you know, just remember, do your own research. You know, something <laughs> no. like that. Everyone, right. you've been removed from the social media team. Oh. All right. Um, the other story, though, since we're talking about movies and space, I don't know if you guys saw this one, but on Tuesday, a Russian actress and director arrived at the International Space Station to make the first ever movie in space. So that is actually happening. The pair arrived at the International Space Station Tuesday, very early in the morning, aiming to shoot scenes for the first feature film made in orbit. Um, The actress... Miss Tom Cruise has to be so mad right now. Yeah, right? I mean, this, yeah, this is uh, this is Sputnik all over again. I, but like, this is literally like Tom Cruise has been saying. He's been talking about it. Lyman, we're going to do this for years, uh, and then yeah, it's a the, shame. so the, so they're making a film called The Challenge. It's about a surgeon played by um, Ms. Persilid, um, who embarks on an emergency mission to the orbiting lab to save the life of an ailing cosmonaut. Few other details of the plot of the filming aboard the station have been announced, but we know that they were filming on the approach to the space station and have start, started shooting scenes already. Um, obviously, you guys know um, Ms. Persilid, uh, the Russian actress from 70 on-screen roles, um, one of the top 10 actresses under 35 in Russia, and best known to Russian movie goers, go- goers for her role in Battle of Sevastopol in 2015, in which she played the role of the deadliest Red Army female sniper during World War II. So oh, I've heard of that lady before. The sniper, not the actress, but I know who you're talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the actress yeah, yeah. is on the space station today. Oh. Like, that's happening right now. And this Got is it. not putting a 90-year-old man on a penis-shaped rocket that barely goes into the sky. Look, they're they're all like penis-shaped, okay? Choke. No, no, no. As... I know, I know, but it's just like one. it's weird to say like they're all pure. They were all phallic. Blue Origin thought we should make the head. Yeah. And that's uh, the mistake. I already, when I watch movies, you know, because I already like sometimes will like ruin a movie for myself by like watching like a long take and being like, oh, this must have been so stressful to get it right. I imagine shots of them going into space is like if they fucked up this take, they had to land a rocket and wait for the weather to clear again and for the earth to be in the right position. Right, right, right. It's not just that. Yeah, you you had like a one second simultaneous launch window. You have no chance to refuel. You have to also remove all the fuel. You can't just land the rocket. You have the rocket's going. You don't turn. You can't turn the rocket around. So hopefully they got the take. That's I mean, and honestly, I mean, this we're going to get to it with. Yeah, like Jungle Cruise yes. here in a little yes. bit, but like I, this is, I think going to space is kind of for a movie is kind of crazy. I think it's like kind of fun novel. I think it's a real bummer that like sometimes for like celebrities' egos, they spend more on movies than like certain nations produce in a year, right? Right. Um, but at least they're actually doing it, and that at least like makes me kind of like on a other level like love movies like if you're gonna make a movie about space and you can actually go to space that is so 
cool because Disney's over here making movies about jungles and is going to Georgia and filming everything they there. Couldn't even get to a river. Yeah, that's such couldn't a good point. Get, like they couldn't even get to a real jungle somewhere. Yeah. And it's yeah. well, well, hold on. Let's be generous. Maybe maybe The Rock has like one of those opposite curses where he can't be anywhere near the Amazon River. Oh, the real The Rock right. is yeah. also a demon. Yeah, you know. I right. that makes sense. It's very possible. I, mean, I, I it out. is such a great since we're yeah we watched a movie that was done entirely on green screen. Then to watch this Russian team talk about this Russian team that is going, I would say even a little too far on practical effects. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that's the that's the space news. One more quick thing before yeah. we move on from this segment is I just want to give everybody a quick album update because last week we talked so much about the album recording that I was doing when we did our um, our super fun episode, I thought, about that thing you do. And uh, uh, so my recording is in is in the bag. We did it. It went really well. We got, got a whole uh, bag of recording now. Well, I, it was a hard drive in a briefcase, and it's flown back to Nashville where engineers are working on mixing and cutting as we speak. Probably not as we speak. Um, it's late there. But um, probably during normal business hours, they're working on it. But anyway, um, it's all happening. So um, thank you for all of your support. I hope um, I'll definitely give you an update when it's available. One of the great things about releasing a comedy album in 2021 is that if you sell three in the same day, you're number one on iTunes. The only thing you have to beat out to be number one on iTunes is whoever also released a record that day. So uh, no one buys comedy records. So it's very easy to get onto that top 10. So when this happens, when the record is finished, I will let all of you know, and if just a couple of you could buy it, we can say that it was a, a number Wait, one. Alex, record. are you saying that you put all this time and energy mm-hmm. into this thing for like years, right? And I could release like basically a silent comedy track and beat you on iTunes. Well, not just a track; you'd have to do a whole record. It'd have to be. It'd have to be a whole album. It'd be an album. A whole oh, track to top play. Yeah, you could. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know what iTunes's rules are about releasing a silent thing. So maybe just record mm-hmm. yourself mumbling throughout the day. But you'd have to buy four of them to beat me. That seems like a lot of work. Mm-hmm. All right, I you mean, win. That's how. That's the trick. Yay! Do you, do you know how, on like the New York Times best like for books, they have like sometimes they have that little cross symbol next to the book Where to let like you know suspicious that suspicious purchases. Suspicious purchases. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Do they have that with comedy? Um, no, <laughs> and the main reason is because who gives a shit. <laughs> right it's just some comedian yeah. gets to say they were number one on itunes we lie people yeah. could lie about credits all the time yeah i've actually been on colbert but boy i've seen people say that they were on conan when they just like sent in a photo for some photo contest like they were in the, the people, audience people lie all the time yeah, uh, about that's why credits. I, always, so. I always say i was on carson that's what i yeah. say and that's yeah. pretty good <laughs> i was thinking this is sorry i was on top of ben carson at one point but <laughs> Right. So in that same vein, mm-hmm. I was thinking that um, uh, my next record, I might try to go, I'm going to go to um, I'm going to go to Madison, Wisconsin, and I'm going to find someone who has a garden and I'm going to record there and say live at a square garden in Madison. Whoa. I mm. think that would be a pretty fun record. That's well, I have one of these. Um, so at one point um, I went to Harvard, like, you know, like on campus. And then I had Sarah like literally like, you know, kick me and I left it. And so I got kicked out of Harvard. <laughs> Whoa, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. It's perfect. All right. Uh, on that note, let's get into the homework.
All right, it is segment two, the homework this week. We are watching Jungle Cruise, the 2021 fantasy adventure film directed by John Colazzera, something like that, starring Dwayne The Rock mm-hmm. Johnson, Emily The Other Rock Blunt, Jesse Plemons from Friday Night Lights, and of course, Pig Vomit himself, Paul Giamatti. Looks like a pig, makes you want to vomit. That's him. Um, it's based <laughs> on the ride at Disneyland that's so bad, the only reason people go on it is to watch the staff make fun of the ride. And they th- they Mr. Disney saw that and thought this is a movie franchise that's worth oh, yeah. a billion dollars. And um, it is. It it I mean regardless of what we may say today, it is a movie franchise and it is worth a yeah. billion dollars. Uh it is This is a good question actually. So, can is it possible to if, like could you lose money in Hollywood? Is it actually no. possible? No, impossible. Or, if you have enough money to market a thing and put famous enough people mm-hmm. in it, like it can't lose. That's what I'm. I curious. think you could, I mean, especially this cast. I feel like if you if you have enough money to get The Rock in the movie, you could have a two hour movie where The Rock is just like sitting in front of the camera and nothing happens at all. And yes, people would complain. And yes, it would get bad reviews. It wouldn't matter. It would still make all its money back. I mean, this movie isn't. I have to this. I don't think this movie is great. No, uh, I, I think th- I do I, think. Yeah, I think it's a masterpiece. Yeah, I, I think it like after COVID and being locked in, I understand why people just want like a fun throwback adventure movie, and they don't really make movies like this anymore. Uh, and it's kind of I mean, sad that. Put, how long ago was Pirates Nine? That was pretty recent. Uh, the pi- yeah, but I mean, like the first Pirates film was two thousand and three. They don't make good movies like this. Anymore. Yeah, no, no, right, no, right. no, they don't make movies like this anymore. But this the- kind of like CGI fantasy adventure yeah. thing. It's like, uh- <laughs> but this, but, I mean, like <laughs> no, you know, it's, swash- it's kind of once in a lifetime. You got to go see this or, or miss <laughs> swashbuckling sort of like adventure movies. My- Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man Tell No uh, Five, Dead Man Tell No Tales came out in twenty seventeen. So yeah, they don't make them sucks. like this anymore. It's been four years. They don't. Yeah. But you guys, you guys they don't make them I mean. like this. But like this movie, uh, I think we, the kind of the first part, I, I kind of, I need to ask you guys, um, not did The Rock need to be in this movie, because he didn't, No. but is this movie better because The Rock is in oh, it? Oh, this is a perfect this... question, but we have to, we have to wait until uh, a little later in the segment. We yeah, have, yeah, that, we need, we need to discussion. It's because... called Jungle Cruise. It's really hard to figure out what it's about. So let's get the... Let's get a well, you'd think they're on a cruise, but they're really not. So that part's a lie. That's almost true. Entirely. It does actually betray yeah. the uh, that you're you're. They make promises that they can't quite keep. In this, um, movie. But <laughs> this is did you, okay. So it, this is not. It's not the worst movie ever made. It's definitely not. The, it's not the worst movie we've watched this it's year. Pa- it's it's painless. It's got a little something for everybody. The whole family yeah. will enjoy it. Wow, I think Hunter hated it more than anybody. Yeah. Um, no, 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 no. It was it was like over two hours long, and it yeah. It, you know what? By the time it was over, it felt like I it hadn't been two hours. Okay. So um, I, well, uh, let me let me let's get through this and get back to what you, how you actually feel about it. I I will say it's one of those things like Ted Lasso, where the idea is bad and you shouldn't have used this to make a movie. Um, and also like Ted Lasso, it's probably better than it deserves to be, mm. and yet still not good. That's where it is. It's mm. not like Ted Lasso, and it is not good. Also, one of the most expensive films ever made. Yes. It had a budget but, of I mean, $200 million. It, it is the closest thing I could kind of compare this movie to is it wants to be Pirates of the Caribbean 1, 
Yes. But it ends up being more like Pirates <laughs> of the Caribbean 4. That and is what I mean such by a that, funny line. That's so like, good. Like Pirates of the Caribbean, I've talked about how I genuinely think that movie is yeah, that phenomenal. Fun. The first yeah. one, right? Yeah. But like the fourth one, uh, which is the, the one that Rob Marshall did, who I'm always, I will take any chance I get to shit on Rob Marshall because he's awful <laughs> at his job. But Rob Marshall's Pirates of the Caribbean costs like twice as much as the original one and looks like it was made for a quarter of the budget right right and this yeah. is that same way this movie costs like two three times what pirates of the caribbean did and looks way worse yes and like i i had posted in a yeah, yeah, chat just up. like the best of davy jones which was 2006 15 years ago yeah um and it just looks so much better than what this film has. Here. When you <laughs> sent me that, that video, I immediately thought that Jungle Cruise is a financial crime. Th- this is an embezzling thing. Somebody stole 150 million of those dollars. And I don't know, maybe it's all just, I mean, it, well, it can't just be The Rock because Pirates of the Caribbean had some, had some money in it on actors. Mm-hmm. But this is like, it just, I mean, yeah, $200 million and it looks like it was made for the high hundred thousands. For well, a they, they had to pay Edgar, Ed, uh, no, um, Edgar Ramirez, uh, Edgar Ramirez. Yeah. To apparently let them CG his face. I don't know what the fuck he actually did in this movie. He could have been anybody. They didn't need to hire a real actor for that role. He's a CG steak monster. Like yeah, he's so not doing any performances. I bet you get a real steak monster for this price. <laughs> yeah. <Cheaper. laughs> They're out um, there. Yeah, this was so the a lot of the graphics were made by double negative Deneg. Um, I thought Weta did some stuff, no? Yeah, what, so uh, also some stuff by ILM, of course, Rodeo FX, a little bit of Weta, but yeah, so, so I guess six different effects companies hmm. produced this crap. Anyway, okay, but let's catch people up in case you missed it because you were thinking, you know, it's a pandemic. I don't really want to watch a movie on a cruise ship. Totally fair point. So uh, let me catch you up on the plot. So here is my patented six-point micro-summary of the 2021 film Jungle Cruise. Um, This is not just any cruise, you guys. It's a very special cruise. It is a Jungle Cruise. It is a cruise chartered by Emily Blunt, a.k.a. Lady Anna Jones, or Indiana Janes, however you want to say it. She's a botanist in World War I London, and she firmly believes in the colonialist legend that somewhere in the Amazonian rainforest is a tree that cures everything. So we know whatever she's got, it's nasty. So um, she steals. Yes. Can I, I got to stop you right there. I don't want to get start off uh, uh, sort of discussing this movie um, under a sexist sort of light. I don't want to mm. paint that, but I do have to say these, <laughs> These, I like, thought you were accusing me of something, but you were no, like, no, 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 no. I, I, I'm going to say the thing. I'm going to say something. I'm going to go on the limb. You're the, we'll take over Twitter account and stop. No, no. <laughs> but, hey, pull over. Pull yeah. over. No, pull no, over. You know, okay. right you now. can Let still me, turn around. It's never too late. No, 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 no. I, I got to get this out. I got to get this out. Okay. Look, <laughs> but you don't have I, to. Just to be clear, you I don't, don't have to. I don't have to, but you know what? I think when I say it, we're all thinking about this, all right? Are we all, all right. thinking about this? Yeah. Look, I probably am not. Let, me, about let me get to my point, all right? Yeah, Listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen. I'm all for equality. Yes. I'm all we for... All say we say it all the time. You love Scientists equality. of any kind of gender or yes. belief or uh-huh. creed, okay? Uh-huh. But here's the thing. I'm sick of movies <laughs> that open 
Around the turn of last century, in 1900, and so a lot of movies open like this Uh with like a woman scientist who will not get respect, and people don't want to listen to her, and they say, "How dare you? Women can't do science." And the woman's there is like, "Why won't you listen to me and believe in this magic I'm trying to present to you (laughs) as science?" Man, like, this is a totally what? fair point if you just skip the gender stuff. No, that's what makes it fun. But look, I mean, that's <laughs> and like that's the thing that these movies, the movies don't actually ever want to address. It's, it's this like fake girl boss energy thing of like so many movies are like this girl, people won't take her seriously, and it's like all she wants to do is get on stage and say there's a magical plant somewhere <laughs> in the Amazon <laughs> that can literally <laughs> resurrect the dead and make snake people. That yeah. was like so kind of a plot hole. You found a plot what's, hole. What's so weird about that? Why won't these men listen to her seriously. about her magic? They're kind of. They're kind of justifying the sexism is what you're pointing out. Yeah. They're kind of saying like, there's actually a rational reason for this nasty bit. Right. Yeah, yeah, the reason why they wouldn't let women into their science foundations is because they all were promoting witchcraft. Yeah, it's like literally that's how all of these movies, so many yeah. movies like this open, and it's like if she was like actually doing like like a real science, and I get it, it's like, yeah, it's a fun adventure movie, you want to right. do that. But it's just, she's not beating down the doors of the Royal Society because she discovered uranium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah. Right. I found moon tear glowing pink plant okay. that only when the moon is counterpoint. My, my counterpoint. father counterpoint. told okay. me a bedtime story, <laughs> and god damn it, my entire life is based around this now. <laughs> and you guys, I and just the patriarchy he is holding me down. I don't understand why these men will not believe me that I have found El Dorado. <laughs> anyway, yes, Hunter, counterpoint. No, Ezra had said count. Yeah, oh, well, so I just put it in context. I think the like the presentation that happened right before was just like, look, I know it, you know it, we all know it. Like, the Bermuda Triangle is made of custard. <laughs> I have to go there to f- stop the custard shortage. And they're like, pip, pip, go, go on there. <laughs> this is a good point. So, so what you're saying is that actually we are overestimating the amount of science happening in yes, terms of exactly. science organizations. This was a this lot, was a lot of this was like standard. we have discovered that the humors can be bled just like <laughs> other parts of the body, <laughs> and so her idea about the moon tree was not so far this out. This was this was yeah this was very much a, a believable solid solid uh, swing. I think it's a very good point. So anyway, so um, she so Doctor Blunt has told them that she knows this magic tree, and they don't believe her for some sexist reason. And so she steals a native artifact from a different colonial explorer and takes uh, her overdressed brother to Brazil to go find it herself. They hire, once in Brazil, uh, a huckster punny riverboat captain played by The Rock and a really hilarious looking jaguar. Like, if you Google animals, sometimes you can click show me a 3D like AR version of this in my, my house, and then it'll kind of They'll just be like a shaky cartoon tiger standing near your bed, but like one foot is through the bed. That's what this jaguar looks oh, like. Wait, I, I got a, a thing on the on the on the jaguar. Yeah. The, to portray, so Wikipedia says to portray the character of Proxima, a stunt actor in a jaguar morph suit, and a stuffed toy were used on set. I love I guarantee the idea. Both of them looked better. Well, I mean, can you met one? That's great. I love the idea of like just having this, you know, this huh. jaguar in a morph suit just sort of like crawling around. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but also like the green room when it's just like the, 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 just the, the stuffed toy and the Jaguar and the morph suit are just like hanging out and just sort of like, you know, just shooting the shit. 
I not in the green really room. They're in like the craft tent, yeah. and they're like yeah. uh, smoking cigarettes, both of them. And the guy oh, in the suit is like the goddamn stuffed animal booked Conan last week. He's gonna be interviewed. <laughs> no one even wants to talk to me. Really? I, I you thought you got this from a blind audition. Right. Really? Good I, for you. I, I love the CG um, leopard, jaguar, whatever it is, because the writers of this movie looked around and said, I don't think we're spending enough money on things that aren't the plot or story. What <laughs> else can we do to shove in a very expensive effect? Uh, it constantly for no reason. Good. There was just there's just a ghost that plays uh, um, the Rolling Stones uh, satisfaction this, the entire time, <laughs> just just burning money. Yeah. Right, I mean, anyway, hey, they, so they gave Metallica a bunch of money for this movie. Why did. not? So they go on a trip down the river. Um, and oh, by the way, they're being chased by a German prince in a submarine who thinks that this magic tree. He believes in it too, and he thinks it'll help him win the war for the Kaiser. Which is so stupid, it kind of feels like maybe he's the reason the Germans didn't win that war. Like, if your prince took one of your bare, just invented submarines and is looking for magic trees, you don't get to have all of Europe. You're yeah, going to lose. That, to be fair, uh, Jesse Plemons is, like most things, maybe the best thing in this movie. You, I mean, that's most of his career is he's the best thing in whatever he's in. Um, uh, and he's he, he's pretty fun. Pretty fun. Yeah. Um, I would say that I enjoyed Emily Blunt and The Rock yeah. also, uh, especially Emily. I thought did a very good job well, with the bad. I think Emily's uh, Emily Blunt's amazing in everything and is yes. very good in this. I we'll get to it, but I think The Rock is so miscast. In oh, this terrible movie casting! And should not for be sure, in the sure. movie. I agree. At all. I do. I like Emily Blunt a lot, and apparently yeah. she like she said no to the producers like thirty times for this movie, and I just. <laughs> feel like she was right you trust your gut emily mm-hmm. um okay so they go down the river they're being chased by submarine blah, blah blah oh okay so blunt and rock um seem like they're actually gonna pull it off but just then the german enlists the help of a bunch of dead conquistadors who were trying to steal the magic tree back in the day and they were too murder happy and so they were cursed to stay in the river forever or as I would call them if I was the captain of a jungle cruise boat, they are concursedadors. Anyway, one of them, Ooh. as previously mm-hmm. mentioned, is made entirely out of snakes. One is made out of bees and honey, but both bees and honey. Um, but he's like dripping all the time. And one of them is like roots, vines, and mud and stuff. Like, anyway, you yeah, you mentioned the um, Davy Jones uh, from the Pirates movie where he's like a squid face. They were like clearly the thing that made that series a success is having pirates made of stuff and so they did that with conquistadors made out of mud well i mean Um, it it definitely seems like there was this is one of those movies like a lot of big disney blockbusters that has 12 writers credited mm -hmm, on it mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it definitely seems like there was a a fight in the writers room be like who are the bad guys and one group was like germans and the other (laughs) guy was like curse conquistadors put them both in there i don't care i can't listen to you guys argue anymore (laughs) that's so true this Um, movie only needs one but they couldn't settle so they fucking did both of them they did both of them but then Here's the twist, and if you don't want to know where this movie is going, you know it's spoiled, you're going to want to skip this bullet point because it's about to happen. The Rock dies briefly. 
<laughs> and then it turns out he's also a cursed conquistador, but he's like the good guy. One of, some of the conquistadors were misunderstood. Um, there's some of them were real nice. Um, so it's kind of a fun twist on the character that he's a demon whose only desire in this movie, his main motivation is to die. So that's kind of a weird dark underpinning. part of my, my uh, dark universe pitch. <laughs> is is the the rock as a ghost? No, I'm just saying like it's 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 undead things wanting to die. That's totally that's I, true. I mean, mm. wanting, yeah, things, yeah, undead wanting to be dead is a very fun motivation. Um, and uh, anyway, then a bunch of complicated shit happens, and the Germans lose, and the conquistadors get locked up again. And the only petal from the healing tree that any of them manage to recover is given to the rock because uh, Emily Blunt wants to do it with him. Also, and we had the rock man out of rocks at one point. Yes, that's true. He was. That's such a good point. He turned to stone. Yeah, that's a great. We haven't seen that enough. That's a good rocks. Don't forget, Alex. They get. There's one. There's only one flower petal that she uses. You know, fuck everyone else that she wanted to save. She wants. Yeah, her original pitch was like, "We're going to save all of our troops that are dying of preventable Uh, diseases because we don't know how to like." put the bathroom far enough away from the kitchen or whatever. But then um, the plot was like, how you know far what? should it be? hundred yards, the, obviously. The plot was like, you know what? Good for you. Here's another one for the road. Have fun. Just out of nowhere. Just randomly <laughs> gives, give them another one. Yeah, well, that was like the, um, uh, that was like the Charlie and chocolate factory kind of like test, right? Where it's like, where you uh-huh. cure of heart. And if you put like right. the gobstopper back, then you're good to go. You know, you get, mm-hmm. you get, the you whole get thing. a gobstopper for free. Yeah. Um, it is, yeah, it, it really, it doesn't matter. The point is the rock gets to go drive a car. Um, yeah. so that's And the then all of Europe descends what? on oh, the Amazon and completely strip mines that tree because right. she it, told everyone where it was and proved that it was real, uh, and ran, radically changes, uh, the course of history. I think, I think what happened was she was like, Hey, there's a healing tree. And they were like, did you say we can steal all that land to grow coconut oil? And she was like, I don't think that's what I said. And then they did anyway. But the important thing is that the rock, I think is still immortal. Learn how to drive a car. So this is technically a prequel to fast and the furious. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I wait. Is he still immortal? He doesn't get to die normally. He's no, he is. That's why he's like at the end. He's all All like, "Ow, my head hurts." Oh, right, right, yeah, not immortal. Okay, so his great, 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 great great grandson becomes uh, Hobbs. Hobbs, yeah. Um, Okay, so this is the movie, and I, as we've discussed, enjoyed some parts of it. There are some things that are not the worst. The main thing being that Emily Blunt is a good job here. She does a decent job. She's a decently interesting character. Um, But the movie opens with the line, every legend begins in truth. And that was when I was off board. At that point, I was like, I don't, I hate everything you're about to say. That's just the dumbest opening line I've ever heard. It's factually inaccurate. I think every, and every legend begins in voiceover. I'll buy that. (laughs) Every legend begins in voiceover. (laughs) Every movie starts with an explanation. Yeah, that, I mean well, that. I mean, if you're like, if you look at it as like this legend is about people, you could be like, well, I mean, there were people, right? Once. Th- yep. So yep. yeah, this Wise, th- one knows normal stuff. That part's yeah, true. Yeah, that that legend is based on that part of it. That's true. Um. Yeah. Uh. I think my biggest complaint is the look of the movie. So we talked about this a little bit. Yeah. They did not go to a jungle of which there are plenty. They didn't mm. even go to the tropical section of one of the gardens around Los Angeles of which there are plenty. They went to Georgia 
to a soundstage and then did the entire thing in CG with a stuffed Jaguar that was going to get replaced in post. Mm-hmm. Like it's like instead of like every frame a painting, it's like every frame a uh, a cartoon, like a like a, a person who does um, where they make your ears really big, but they do oh, it like five minutes. A caricature. Every frame a caricature is what it looks like. It just mm. is the dumbest, worst looking CG movie. Why is mm. it looks worse than the Jungle Book, which is an entirely CG jungle that they already mm. had on hard drives at the Walt Disney Corporation. Why does it's it look so, like this? So sterile and so clean. Uh, and like, you know, it's it's funny because I think this movie, like a lot of especially modern Disney, and we've talked about this before on the podcast so like disney's sort of like oh look at our movies we have like a gay character in it what we're so progressive right Write, you know things about us or like oh we're gonna swerve like racist stereotypes of people and like we're just joking they're not cannibals which i feel like only like reinforces and then so i don't think it's actually good what they're doing but say it's what weird, you know yeah. about those old kind of racist films at least they went to the place and like stimulated the economy of these countries well, or actually having a good portion of the jungle but actually yeah. having to hire like real local crew teach them That's how to true. use them like there's at least like a, a benefit and like why even get into making movies if you're not going to go and suffer in the, fo- like, the jungle <laughs> yeah, for three that, months to make I, a movie that's I want to be cast in a jungle movie so that later I can talk about how I nearly died every day on set. That's yeah. the fun story. Yeah, um, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Uh, why the why does it look so bad? Because it also seems like you can do better CG. Mm. Look, nothing you're saying is wrong. I just don't care about that. Like, it's fine. It's hard to make movies, guys. It's hard to make movies. Look, it is a lot of things going on in the last couple of years. <laughs> They put it it's on screen. Cool. Uh, I mean, good for them. No, I think it, that good it for is them. Like, good for them. I yeah, say. they made a whole movie. They got it yeah. in. They got the characters it's, and the talking. Good job. At the end of the day, it's very impressive. I think we all can agree that hey, they made a movie. That's something else we yeah, say. We, yeah, this is something we don't but, say often enough on this show. Real hard to make a movie. Yeah, but it is. I think it just it it goes into why I made the Pirates of the Caribbean things. Like I'm not a big fan of like Gore Verbinski's pirate sequels but like Gore Verbinski can make a movie that looks incredible right and if you compare his pirate sequels which just have such a visual style and the way he composes the shot and like his use of color is just so unique and then you look at like the Rob Marshall pirates and it looks like this it looks clean and sterile and boring uh and also they cost way more and it's just some directors that's what they do and they don't have like it's that like thing of like caring and really being like i want to put as much time as i can into each frame and maybe that's what it is i'm in post it's the, what i'm saying that it looks that. bad is that it just it's like it looks like someone didn't care and so it does yeah. take me out of that for a minute um i want to give a brief uh shout out to wikipedia because i was just looking up the the i was just like pull up the uh see how how well it was received and stuff and the section on the box office is as a it has numbers on how much the movie is made as of yesterday. Somebody updated this article yesterday to point out how much money Jungle Cruise made. I don't know if it would have happened if I list, looked yesterday. Would it have been two days ago? I don't know. But very well updated article on whether or not this mm. has made enough money to break even. And the answer is not even close. Mm-hmm. 
This is well, a, lot, a lot of money right now. You have to look at this. You know, Disney doesn't release the Disney Plus uh, premium numbers, right? Well, they did. They so, did say that they made thirty million dollars from premium sales on opening weekend, but then they've been silent about it since then. Yeah. Um, I I can't yeah. imagine that this uh, was. I, I just don't want to say how this movie's budget got up so high. Like I could understand if it was like a nice taut movie, but like Life of Pi cost less than this and had a more realistic looking Jaguar. It had, it had a better, it had a better big cat. That's so true. Yeah. Although maybe it's because it was a metaphor. That was the problem with this yeah. Jaguar. Not a me- metaphor for anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was a metaphor for a Jaguar. Yeah. Metaphor <laughs> really helps. Cat that they don't really yeah. explain. Also, you could just have him have a cat, right? Yeah. Just get a normal sized cat. Um. I I I want to go back to the thing you were saying about the like playing with stereotypes and like because the movie does feel a lot like an Indiana Jones movie. Hmm. Um, it feels a lot like Pirates of the Caribbean. It does sort of feel like they just smushed those two together and put the rock in it. Um, like why why is this movie so like ugh, obvious? Why is it so obvious? Why is it like this? Because they wanted to get a return on their investment, so they made the yeah. safest movie right, they right. could. Bad question. I don't, Bad know question. Okay. Like, I don't know what that means. Yeah, I mean, I just like it. Just like, does that bother you that it feels so obvious? Did you was it, like, were you expecting it to be yeah, more interesting? I, well, I mean, I, I just wanted something mean that my kids could watch. You know what I mean? And All right, Hunter. Thank you for saying this. You reminded me that we have gotten one hundred percent pure, uncut sarcastic hunter today i would love to hear what happened to you during this movie how are you feeling what's going on buddy are (laughs) you just still mad about your ikea furniture i'm not mad about it anything i'm saying this was it this was an unapologetic swashbuckling story Mm. it was a it felt it was a ride it was a wild ride with lots of vistas (laughs) visuals and characters words and casts and there were people talking to each other sometimes it was fun sometimes there was danger and uh Wait, it was what i figured it out what you didn't watch this movie no i watched this movie. no I you did not watch yet. this movie nah, this is nah. you're talking like you did the time that you didn't watch the movie i've caught you <laughs> oh, well i had to put it together a lot of ikea furniture and i <laughs> i did look at the poster i looked at the poster a lot of it i figured out i mean here's i mean from looking at the poster i was like so it's apocalypse now but for children okay i get it <laughs> I get it. Oh, I wish I'd said that. It is Apocalypse Now, but for children. That's basically the way that you can do it. I just um, didn't want to watch it. You know what I watched instead? Let's talk about a different movie. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it's a, it's a, a well-trodden trick. People have done that before. Um, let me see something you can contribute to, then. You didn't need to have seen the movie to know this, but there is a part where um, Emily Blunt is underwater, and she is trying. she's trapped. And she, um, in order to continue breathing, the rock goes to the surface, inhales air, goes down, and then kisses her the breath. And I yeah. was like, you can't do that. You can. You guys, yeah. I Googled yeah, it. Yeah. You hella yeah. can do that. Only you with the totally rock. But yes. <laughs> seeing people do that in movies before? It happens all the, movies all the time. All the time and every time I'm like, you can't do this. Yeah. Um, well, you it know- turns out there's actually something where if you just both kiss and breathe back and forth the same air, you will last longer than if you don't do that. Mm. So it's not going to make you, it's not forever. But when you exhale, you still have some oxygen in that. So the other person would get something Mm -hmm. out of it by recycling it. I mean, it's the thing about that is it's another great example of um, 
kind of why I am like positive there's probably not a god or like a creative <laughs> design to it because you are just so inefficient. You're telling me I breathe air in and my body doesn't even take all the air. My body's like, no, no, no. I'm only going to take most of the oxygen in that air. <laughs> I'm going to spit out some carbon dioxide, but no, no, that other oxygen, that's the spirit. That's insane. My lungs should take all the oxygen they can get. But they don't. Oh, sp- yeah, what's crazy is that sense. that would be true if you were drowning. If you exhaled <laughs> while drowning, some of the oxygen would get out. And you'd be like, that's literally yeah. all we needed. Yeah. Uh, um, no. So the uh, I will also point out, though, that um, I, I got this answer from from Quora. So very possibly not true. <laughs> Although the person who answered and said yes um, is a doctor and a biochemist. <laughs> but then also there was a separate answer from uh, Brian who is a uh, business analyst, he says Ooh. no. So it's kind of hard to tell um, whether Dr. business mouth-to-mouth breathing with a rock? Because I, didn't, you know he, it, I haven't seen if he's answered that at all. Okay. No. Um, Check back. Uh, yeah, anyway, but you can just do that. Isn't that crazy? That's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. That makes me feel good. Can, you know, I want to do that. Can, yeah. <laughs> I would like to try it. I want to try it. Let's all go to a pool. Mm-hmm. Let's try well, not it. with each other. I'd rather try it with somebody hot. I mean, yeah, of course, I, I'd rather try it with somebody hot. You know, <laughs> like, you know, really hot. But we could just practice on each other in the meantime. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I want to change. Yeah, the you're right. You've convinced me. Please. Um, OK, so imagine well, before, I'm going to make out while you talk about this. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, 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 you do, you before before we get to the rocks, I definitely want to talk about <gasps> this movie, but. Okay, we already mentioned, uh, for some reason, this movie uses um, Nothing Else Matters by Metallica. Uh Uh-huh. For some reason. Yeah. Uh, And it's a very weird thing. Look, it's a great song, great uh, piece of music. It's always fun to hear, like, a more orchestrated version of it. Um, It's it's always nice to know that Lars Ulrich is getting money. Yeah, exactly. Uh, You know, all those, like, uh, Napster dollars I stole from him years ago. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's doing it. I'm glad to see he's survived somehow. A a quote from Sean Bailey, who's the Walt Disney, uh, president at Walt Disney Pictures, um, about why Metallica's song is used in this. And he says, uh, it was the right fit for a collaboration between Disney and Metallica. We've always been looking for the right match where there was some way that Metallica could contribute to some Disney project. And this is what they that settled on. But is the idea that fucking crazy. Yeah, that they started with a Metallica Disney project crossover. They've been waiting the for just points. the right moment yeah. and they were like Jungle uh, Cruise. Yeah. You know, were just, they looking at like Beauty and the Beast being like, I don't know, can we do uh, like I don't know if it's gonna happen? Yeah, I can can't cover quite. with this? Ah, no, that's not gonna work. Oh, Mulan. Mulan. There we can put some Metallica songs. No, that doesn't work either. Uh Jungle Cruise. That check. that is incredible uh, that is a great fact i will also just brief wikipedia thing as well which is right above that apparently the greenery in the movie was generated by a program called speed tree yeah which is just a program that makes trees for movies that kind in of fact, well, video games if you've played any video game with trees in it in the last like five really? years trees speed tree done by speed trees. Trees. Yeah. yes fascinating um, um okay great great point the metallica thing is super crazy um Last couple of thoughts on this. I, um, you're right. You're right. You're, let's let's talk about the rock. 
Ezra, let's start with you. What? How, how far down the rocky road did this movie take you? That was the question we used to ask on Rocktober for like how good of a rock movie oh. is it? Is he good in it? Does he belong here? That kind of thing. Tell uh, me about the, Let's go down the rocky road. So this movie has been in development for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not super surprising. So I think since like 2004 and the rock has been attached to it for five years. It seems like. Okay. Um, I'm, I don't think, I guess here's the thing. If you don't have the rock, who else would you have in this? Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac Isaac would have been perfect in this role. This is like The Rock is so incredibly miscast. And I've loved, look, I've loved The Rock since I was nine years old. Uh I've been a big fan of him. I think he is great in stuff, especially when he's in his own. The Rock cannot play this character. He is not, he is not like shaggy enough. He doesn't have that like manipulative. He's not a scoundrel edge. enough. Yeah, he's not a scoundrel. He can't do this kind of comedy. Uh, he can't do romance. I think the rock. He is really so can't good do romance. That was the, when this, he like, was kissing her. I felt yeah. uncomfortable. I was Dude, like, this yeah. feels wrong. Yeah, yeah I, I can imagine. I love the rock, <laughs> but he is so wildly miscast in this movie. Uh, so, I could not... if it was Oscar Isaac, though, how would they sell the movie to anyone? Well, this, like... this is exactly okay. This, this is exactly the question because Oscar Isaac, you're right, would be a thousand times better in the role. Yeah, but yeah. I so a friend of mine just sold a script recently for a, a feature and is in it's in development, and he's in these meetings where they're talking about stars for the movie. And literally, the producers keep referring to actors that someone suggests as he'll say somebody and they'll say, no, he has no value. And what they mean is they like every studio has like a money ball spreadsheet of exactly Mm -hmm. how much a person costs and how much they will bring like dollars over replacement if you put them in a movie. And I, I would guess Oscar Isaac has no value. Yeah, me me too. I would also guess that. I no, I I would. I mean, the guy opened three Star Wars movies. Oscar Isaac has plenty of value. Uh, mm. I, no, no I'm, I'm, this one's it, but just cost versus Which the additional the Star Wars. Oscar Isaac, even but, no. I'm just yeah, saying, had like, it, Oscar, had... Oscar Isaac. Right here's the thing. This is what like blows my like. I think that's absolutely true, and I think that used to be true. That hasn't been true. In a long time, movie stars don't open movies anymore. Maybe The Rock. We're literally like, only watching this because The Rock ju- is in it. We if are proving Jungle Cruise. Yes, if the movie has a comic book character's name, maybe not. Right, but even still, mm. most of the time, I, there's some we are, sort of comic we book book all cast. four of us watch this only. Be, well, sorry, three, three of us watched it and three. one watched a post. Look at a poster mm. because The Rock is in it. So he opened yeah. us into this movie. I, no, it, yeah, I'm sure there's definitely that, right? But I genuinely think that Disney's the Jungle Cruise. Look at a lot of Disney's other big, like tentpole non superhero movies, right? They have they're not usually like massive super A list stars because they don't really make those anymore. And Oscar Isaac is just as big as anybody else, really. Um, I'm, I'm gonna mean, I'm gonna guess that the math that they that somebody at Disney did the math and it's not that oscar isaacs was busy that day i'm guessing that the math just does not work out without the rock and that's why he's in it 
Because he's so expensive, if you did not think The Rock added value, it would be very easy to cut oh, yeah, The Rock. of course. I mean, The Rock certainly adds a value. I just think on... I think The Rock adds values to stuff like San Andreas, Rampage, Rock movies. I, I think would say the, the Rock the is 100% Cruise. of those value of those movies, though, because yeah. those were definitely nothing without him. But yeah, exactly. But I you're think saying that the Jungle Cruise people might see without him, and I think that's a really interesting yeah. point. I think just a huge Disney tentpole movie that they spend all this advertising on, you don't need someone like The Rock in this movie. You just need a good lead. And I, I think The Rock is usually a very good lead, but I think he is just not this material he just can't do this i agree role. with you he's terrible i think he's, he's really bad for this role he, he did not and i liked watching him but i think what actually is happening in terms of my enjoyment of the movie is that i think emily blunt carries this movie oh yeah and that you if you replaced him with almost anybody the movie would probably be the same or better and if you replaced her with any other similar actor you would lose value on the movie in oh, terms yes. of employment not in terms of money yeah she, emily blunt just, is phenomenal in everything she's in uh just the best and fits this role really well whereas the Mm -hmm. rock i think is a delight and i don't think he brought much to this but but am i the only one who did not like seeing him kiss like i i like him as hobbs i don't like him kissing people Mm -hmm. yeah i mean there is something about like the really big guys it's the same thing with like schwarzenegger like schwarzenegger and the rock are usually asexual in their yes. movies, right? Yes. There's very few movies in which they're like, oh, that guy fucks, right? Well, um, especially because he's a ghost. Like, now that I, like, you, you're gonna kiss this demon rock? Like, elite, like, there's two good reasons not to kiss him. I think it's like the size of the size of their heads. That that's, makes that, it, I mean, that's mostly what it is. Like, when somebody kisses mm-hmm. Arnold in a movie, it looks like it doesn't look like two people kissing. It looks like it would look like if you kissed like a car, or a something. house. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. You, you're gonna yeah. Du- you're gonna get lost in his in his face. <laughs> There's just a kiss yeah. happening on well, I just his had face. A woman making out with a printing press. What's going <laughs> yeah. on? Over there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what the it is. Technical thing. That really is. Um, okay, we have to wrap up on this segment. I have another segment that I want to do. Um, final thoughts on Jungle Cruise Hunter. I'm gonna go to you first. Five stars, fun for the whole family. It, <laughs> it was it's, it's apparently two hours long. It felt like nothing. I am I am <laughs> pleased that I saw through this one because you really oh, caught me off guard mm. last time. I, th- I well, this time I feel like I, I mean I did a good job with Space Jam, and this time I I kind of felt unprepared. I like actually right. prepared to fake it through the Space Jam thing. I, I yeah, <laughs> this one you didn't I, even so try. It's so much easier to watch a movie. <laughs> yeah, but it's like honestly more fun to not watch it and try and get through. I'm not gonna pull it every time, but every once in a while, I'm oh my god, it's good. it keeps us on the toes. Ezra, final thoughts on Jungle Cruise? Um, so this was a movie. Movies are hard to make. They made a movie. Good for them. Uh, I had fun. It's I not don't... that hard. The Russians are doing it in space. It can't be that hard. No, they're just extra, extra. That's double, double, double movie. They get double points for their movies. Good job for them. Um, no, but like I, I had fun. I don't know. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. My eyes are broken. I'm broken, but this is fine. Were you working out while you were watching this? Did your kids watch it with you? How did you? Watch uh, no, it? I, yeah, I was. Yeah, I was. I was running. Um, nope. so All right. Was... So it's better than running for sure. Well, actually, this is a weird thing. Like, I, this is like a, I don't know. I felt like I was something was off because like I was like I was watching the movie. I was like, okay, this is fine. And then at the same time, it was like the um, the Dodgers Cardinals wild card game. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna switch over away from this movie, which is supposed to be fun, uh, to this other thing, which I'm like, I'm worried. Like, I'm very like excited about how it's gonna turn out and. 
I was like, weird. It's like, this is weird because I don't know why I, my attention is not being held in the same way it normally would be. Um, but by baseball? No, 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 no. By, by, by the or rock. By why the isn't rock. the rock holding my attention? I switched yeah. over away from the rock for the baseballs. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a telling. That's very telling. Um, Anthony, final thoughts. Um, you remember when Paul Giamatti used to be like a serious, respected actor? Um, I love Paul Giamatti, I and I, I like him Paul in this Giamatti. movie. He's so I, I badly still, sunburned. He's got the gold yeah. tooth. He's just yelling. It's great. Look, I love Paul e. G. Don't don't pretend <laughs> I don't think he's one of the greatest living. We today. all love the Motti. Okay, <laughs> all love the Big Motti heads around he here. He used to be like. In very serious award-winning movies, now well, he seems like how, to just. But no, how let me long just. Does he have to try? Like, how? Like, no, can no, can they just like? Me. That's what I'm getting out of at. here. I, I love that Paul Giamatti was like, "Why am I working so hard? <laughs> yeah, I exactly. I just want to show up. Can I do a silly voice? Give me a spray tan and I'm out. Uh, I mean, can I, can I do that? Look, he's always been. I think he's always been both. Because like 2002 is like Big Fat Liar. I think where he's like blue uh, against like Frankie Muniz, and then like he does like American Splendor in like 2003. Like he's like he's. And then, then there's like then there's like Sideways, and then there's just he's just all over the place always. I think this wait, is wait, just wait. this is the joy of blue. Of and yeah, and that really bad. But I'm talking about in the last ten years. Oh, okay, he, yes. But now That's he fair. only does. Now he's only going blue in big fat liar esque roles. Right, he's right. so sunburnt in this. It's I mean, hilarious. I, this is I. I totally agree. I think I'm. I'm pleased to see it. I like yeah. it. I take a guy. I, love the guy. I think it's chill. I. I think he yeah. when he was in the Amazing Spider Man two is the Rhino and everybody hated that movie so much. Mm-hmm. I think he was like. I think that gave him like a real taste. You know what I mean? Wait, he's and he was a, just kind of like he's a Rhino. Man, I'm learning so much today. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude, he's played a rhino. It's just wow. like an actual rhino. Let's, let's be honest. He didn't win the Oscar for Sideways, and he said, "You know what? Fuck it. I'm not going to put in that much work ever again." Right. Uh, I did really, really good, and you guys didn't give me my medal, so I'm doing silly accents, and I'm going to look crazy. I'm going to do yeah. I'm going to get paid a lot and do whatever seems fun to me that day. Good for him. Yeah. Um, I have three really quick uh, compliments for the movie because I've been overly negative. Um, three things I did like. Number one, I always like a good treehouse. It was a good treehouse. Um, two, mm-hmm. the um, her overdressed brother. I liked a lot of his outfits. So I thought it looked good. Well, and, and I just real quick to interrupt again to the sort of you know weird, uh, very woke progressive Disney stuff. This is another great example of like, look at us. We're putting a gay character in a movie, and then he's like the comic relief who has yep. too much luggage and is really yep. precious. It's just like, you guys just a little weird. Yeah. Just don't. And do also that. he, he doesn't actually ever get to say it and he doesn't ever get to, yeah. there's no, there's no <laughs> scenes do, with him. Um, yeah. This is bringing up a sideways conversation for me real quick. Do we do, do you guys like Jack Whitehall? Is he funny to y'all? Do you I guys think he's funny? I didn't know who he was before this. Oh, okay. Wait, is he the guy who was the friend in the mummy? I don't know. Is that, uh, no, wait, uh, wait, he's dead friend. Yeah, no, no. Okay, great. no, no, no. That's no, no. That's uh, I, I don't know much about Jake Whitehall. I have seen people. I have seen people have more opinions on him than I've seen him in anything. Oh, okay. uh, well, yeah, because he's he's trying to make his his entrance. Yeah. He's trying to cross the pond. Well, so look, all, look, all I know is I. This is what I do for every actor. I'm not going to judge him until I really get to see him, you know, really put in the work. 
So I'm reserving judgment until when Clifford the Big Red Dog comes yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, <laughs> that is will his... be the stick that I judge him by. That is you his test. That yes. is his tribulation. And if he passes, <laughs> he will be among the U.S. actors. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You got me. Um, okay, so, and then one other bonus uh, compliment. So, I did not like the Conquistadors and their stupid, like, honey-melting faces. But mm. the one thing I did like is that the snake guy, if you cut his face, more snakes mm. come out. So, it's yeah. like, you can't stab me. It'll only make more yeah. snakes is a fun... Well, uh, that, that, that was the whole thing mechanism. with the Hydra, right? Yeah. Yes. It's very well, much like the Hydra, but, like, on a smaller scale. Ezra, I wanted to ask you about... You said you didn't watch this with your kids? Uh, because that that stuff, that, those little things. So, like, the director of this, he did, like, Orphan, which I don't know if you guys ever saw that. It's a pretty no. good ho- little horror movie. Um, but he's, like, a ho- he started as a horror director. And I do love when horror directors jump over to something like this. Um, they might not always make great movies, but sometimes they'll just have, like, a really fucked up image in it. And, like, I do wonder, like, this is a pretty family-friendly movie. But the scene when like the guy gets his face slid in half and snakes come out of it, that would that's probably pretty traumatizing for kids. Um, so like yeah, I just love that a horror yeah. director is a horror director deep down, no matter yeah. what. I like that too. I like that too. All right, um, that is going to wrap us on the jungle, and now we're going to have an argument. All right, what's well, not really an argument, but here's what I want to do for the argument segment. <laughs> our creative segment is what I want to ask you guys the question What Disney ride do we want to see next as a big budget movie from Disney? Oh, They've yeah. done Haunted Mansion, they've done Pirates of the Caribbean, they Ooh. did Tomorrowland, which is kind of like a whole of the thing, but there's uh-huh. still a lot of un- untapped rides Splash Mountain, Ooh. Matterhorn, Small World, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Um, I feel like Splash Mountain would kind of be close to, to Jungle Cruise, I feel like. Mm. Well, Splash, Splash Mountain, Mountain used to, well, it's like Old West themed, isn't it? Well, no, are, are uh, that's Big Thunder Mountain Red. Are you guys talking about the Song of the South inspired Splash Mountain? Oh, is that what that's oh. first. Yes. Okay. I was trying to look yeah. for ones that were not inspired by movies, and I did not realize because they they got rid of all the racist stuff, right? Yeah, well, they rethemed it with, well, um, yeah. with uh, Princess and the Frog. Yes. Oh, um, okay. Well, getting rid of Splash Mountain then. Okay, so Matterhorn, Small World, <laughs> Thunder Mountain Railway, um, Davy Crockett's Canoes. There's some inspiration for movies and some, yeah. but some not. The Hall of Presidents, Space Mountain. Oh, Indiana Jones. I would like to see a movie based on that. <laughs> oh, an Indiana Jones movie would be cool. So yeah, I actually do think good like ride. this idea of so because you know basically we have you know obviously you have uh, movies turned to rides and rides turned to movies. I do want the idea of a movie trained to ride turning to movie. Yes. Yes. Like yeah. this is, yes. It's the Indiana Jones ride the movie. Specifically. Yes. I, this yeah, is a yeah, great yeah. great pitch. What is going to happen in Indiana Jones the ride the movie? That's a good question. Huh? What we're going to see in this movie as the only thing I want for sure is that the movie has to break down twice during the movie. Hmm. Well, okay, how, yeah, how about yeah, yeah. That's a good joke for people to go to Disneyland. Yeah, as yeah, somebody, yeah. you know, as my personal favorite time to go to Disneyland if you're going to go uh, is around October because I'm a big fan of um, the uh, Nightmare Before Christmas Haunted Mansion that they yeah. do every year. Um, it's, it changes every year, so it's kind of fun to go yearly if you can. I know that's a very kind of privileged thing to get to do. Uh, well, it's not but a thing it that is, you're doing either. It's just a thing that seems cool uh, and neat. I mean, yeah. it's a thing I used to do when, you know, my, my I've talked about this before. My mom's a Disney fanatic. 
Uh, right. Even though she can't afford it, she goes to Disneyland like three, four times a year. I've been to Disneyland a lot. Um, but like, yeah, I, 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 I Nightmare Before Christmas was Disney. Yeah. Um, right. Nightmare, and so like every every Halloween, they redo the Haunted Mansion as his Nightmare Before Christmas. But I That's thought awesome. like if you're going to do like a night, you get like a Nightmare Before Christmas sequel out of it. Plus, like, a Haunted Mansion ride. It's basically what they're doing with the Muppets Haunted Mansion that comes out soon. Um, but, yeah, I don't... It, it was a Touchstone Pictures movie, which is what Disney puts on stuff that they think is too spooky for kids. Yeah, so and it, then it, it became... Disney, and then now it's just straight Such a huge hit that, yeah, they, they've completely... Dude, that sounds awesome. It. I've never been there in a spook time, and that sounds like a fun mm-hmm. thing. So, could, um, we, could we do a Disneyland cinematic universe? <laughs> where mm-hmm. the, yeah. the rides like all the IP property of the rides comes to life and they have to join together basically to so wow. and you, that doesn't even have to be a cinematic universe but you're you're just saying like Disneyland rides the movie mm. sort of which actually I kind of like do you ever see the Goosebumps movie with Jack Black oh I saw the trailer where he's like yeah. he is R.L. Stein and it's like a bunch of stuff from the books is happening to him um it's great. It's actually really good. It's, very, it's I, not only great, but I had a good time. Anyway, I like that idea of the meta version of yeah, this. I thought you were saying, like, have you guys ever seen that terrible movie, Escape from Tomorrow? Um, mm. It's this little yeah, yeah. independent film. That. It's it's not good. The only thing novel about but it it's is cool. It's it's, yeah, you're it's, right. Well, this it's, is it's the one that was filmed entirely film in Disneyland. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's a whole film shot. Well, it, it was shot actually because he didn't want to, like, not have them know it was it's actually shot in both theme parks uh, they would take trips to both of them and then film different scenes it's a real it's not a good movie it's the only thing interesting about it is that it was secretly shot I mean, in disneyland literally what the people making that russian movie people are gonna say about that russian movie yeah. in the space station it's like not a yeah. great movie but it was in space yeah um i like that's a lot uh so this is like all of the rides, things are happening in them. Mm. Brainstorm with me, as what's happening in these? What's what's making this Disneyland the rides movie? Um, I mean, I guess it would have to be there would have to be something like maybe some of the rides are getting retired. I guess maybe it's like they're getting closed down. Oh yeah, yeah, they're, or they're, yeah, they're getting converted into Star Wars Land or something, and it's they like don't a want Ralph it. Type situation, yeah. Like the the characters. The actors who are in characters are the actual characters pretending to be actors. Pretending right. Oh, I like that. And they're like, oh, we're getting um, rid of this princess land and we're replacing it with a Star Wars thing. And the no. princess is pissed. No, mm. actually, I think, yeah. So, so I think what happened is like it was easier basically to just, you know, basically like use magic to bring, uh, you know, the characters to life than it was mm. to actually hire um, people to work in the parks. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Magic mm. is way more cost effective. We all. Well, yeah. We all agree. It turns out it was, and so maybe it's like more like the prestige, where it's like they're they're killing these creations they had for the magic. Mm. Um, Have you guys ever seen the um, the haunted mansion at uh, Hong Kong Disney? No. Um, it's it's pretty neat because so, you know China has very different rules and it's a very different culture in terms of how we view the dead. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. You cannot have ghosts or zombies in China. It's just not allowed, right? Like I thought if, zombies were okay, but skeletons are not. No, zombies are not okay. Skeletons are certainly not okay. You cannot have any kind of doing any kind of stuff that happens to a dead body after it dies. It's just not acceptable in like Chinese culture. So like when video games that have zombies, 
when they release a version in China, they turn them into something else, right? Oh, um, but yeah, so you cannot, you just don't have ghosts as a part of Chinese culture. So when they wanted to do the Haunted Mansion, they figured out they had to completely come up with a different type of Chinese, uh, a Haunted Mansion for the Chinese market. So instead, it's this kind of like mystical um, sort of magic that's in yeah, it. Yeah, like very armor, neat looking. armor comes alive. Yeah, it's, it's a very cool idea, but I've always like, I thought like that it's also would actually be a ride, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a very cool take on the haunted mansion. Interesting. Uh, and I've always thought like that would have been like a good like, adaptation starting point for a ride yeah. rather than just the haunted mansion because we kind of like know that story a lot. Yeah, that's um, an interesting idea. Um, okay, how about this for a movie based off of a ride? Okay, what if like in like you know in like Disneyland they have like Toontown? What mm-hmm. if all the tunes were real and one of them died? And then this like rabbit one got framed for murder. Yeah, yeah, rabbit. Yeah. Like, team up with like a uh, I don't know a disgruntled detective who really hates teams. I do like this idea. Uh, okay, okay, okay. But here's here's how about my here's here's my pitch. Yeah, yeah. Can we make a movie about waiting in line? Wow. Is there a waiting in line the yeah. movie? Yeah. Waiting in line. Wait, no. so it'd be waiting in line. No. The movie that we then turn into a ride later. Yeah, and the ride, you're like, I can't wait to see what they did with this. And then you get to the front of the line, and that's mm-hmm. it. You did it. Wow. Right, yeah, you just it's like the black. Yeah. That's not yeah. a movie, though, is it? I mean, no, that's I mean, a ride movie? based on the movie. We have to you, do the movie you first. Could, you uh. could do like there are movies that you know take place in sort of things like that, like. Like if you did, you know the um the kind of referencing China again, but the Chinese restaurant version of Seinfeld, the whole episode that takes place when they're waiting for the table at the Chinese restaurant. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, that. that's a great idea. It's yeah, it's like that, but a whole move, but it's like a multiple different characters waiting in different lines. Yeah, yeah, right, and then like. By the time they, you know, it's like a, a couple who's on their honeymoon. Yeah, it's yeah, It's like yeah. an older couple and like a kid. And like they go through all these revelations and they fight. And at the end, you know, they get on the ride and the movie ends. I like this a lot. I think this Wait, is fun. Okay. I, I, have, I have the pitch for the, the, the like waiting in line the movie, yeah. I guess. Um, so first, everyone gets to the movie theater. Then they lock the doors behind you. Okay. Great. Good start. And Love now, it. instead of like the you know um, the normal movie showing, it's just a giant mirror, and you just have to stare at yourself for two wow. hours. Wow. Deep in your soul. Art no. detected. Wait, yeah. no, no, no. Hold on a second. That's the this is this will never work, Ezra. It's a ridiculous it's, idea. I can't believe you dared say that. You have invented audience the movie, not <laughs> waiting in line the movie. Yeah. You've totally blown it. This yeah. you were close though. Instead of locking the doors after people are in, <laughs> the doors don't yeah. open. You're waiting in line to buy a ticket. Yeah. And mm. then the, yeah. there's a mirror the whole time. And then at the yeah. end, they take your money and they're like, you have done it. What you described as what you just described is just the opening scene from Tenet, which also opens thought, with but I'm the, sure that's funny. Uh it's it's the one thing that makes me sad about not seeing that movie, not being able to see that movie in a theater because of COVID. But it opens with a audience facing the audience, uh, so nice. it's like this mirrored image. It's just like a wait, neat okay, cool wait, wait. So, no, so here, here's the art version of waiting in line. In the movie, 
So you, it t- it's very slow taking tickets. You do have to wait. You queue up outside. It takes a while. When you finally get your ticket punch, you go and you sit down in the theater. You realize that the theater screen is showing a live feed of people waiting to get into the movie, but with like good mics so you can spy on them and you can decide how long you want to watch people waiting to get into this movie. And eventually, you, whenever you want, the movie's over for you, you leave, but there's always people waiting in line outside. But what, like, what about the people who have fast passes and can just go straight in, you know? They, they can just watch as much as they want. Those are for perverts. That's what we always say about fast mm. passes. That's Didn't they get rid of that? Say. They just got rid of fast passes or they changed they it or it's way more expensive. Like that, but it's, yeah. a, it's a real clusterfuck, whatever they did. I know it's uh, giving people headaches. The last thing I want to, my last idea is I would like to see something where the Hall of Presidents comes alive. In That's whatever what I was going to suggest. Was I was it? like a horror movie. I was, well, yeah, when it was my turn, I was going to say, <laughs> it's your turn presidents, now. But they're all haunted by the ghosts of the dead presidents. Uh, or maybe that's what people think is happening. But what's actually happening is people are walking around the Hall of Presidents and realizing like that they're all evil. Just like not no actual ghosts. They're just like, wow, these are all mm. shitty people. No, these and people they are were, terrible. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's an interesting idea. Have I was thinking more seen... like the robots. Somebody like reprograms them to murder robots. So it's just yeah. like you have to fight against animatronic presidents. Maybe that like are trying Trump to kill you? buys the whole hall. Yeah. Like that would be like a I way mean, that it would start. Have you <laughs> seen Donald Trump's pre- like man- robot? Oh, yeah. Presidents? Oh, yeah. I'm uh, sure I did it when this was unveiled. It's 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 horrifying. Uh, yeah. It really, I mean, the Hall of Presidents is oh, definitely the type this. of thing that, as I've gotten older, um, it kind of makes me more and more bummed out. But oh, Donald yeah. Trump being all, there, what a sad, really, terrible, stupid thing, uh, is a very, very depressing thing. You know what they should do? Make a movie of Captain EO. It was already basically a movie. Just give uh, Francis Ford Coppola another few million Captain and EO? have him finish it. It was his was um, very Jackson expensive thing? short film, yeah, Michael, Michael Jackson 3D. Thing, yeah. Oh, Michael yeah, Jackson yeah, yeah, yeah. experience. This is um, the one that got turned into Honey, I Shrunk the Audience. Yes, that's what they I, used to the think. I never saw years. Captain EO, but I did see Honey, I Shrunk the Audience. Mm, I've um, seen, seen both. Interesting. All right. We have to wrap on this. Any last thoughts on mm-hmm. Disney ride movies that they should make? Um, I... I I know we saw it together and we trashed it on the podcast and it's not a good movie but I wish it was uh, I wish Tomorrowland w- wasn't awful I just yeah you would uh, yeah. Damon Lindelof that cast yeah. it it, it, I really it should hated not have that movie, been so yeah. bad why was that movie so bad yeah I don't know um, that's a great question um, why did Brad Bird make that why would he do that to us well Brad Bird's always been secretly trying to push Anne Rand mm. messages into movies. Mm even though he's generally likable, but he loves to, to slide a little of that in there. Like some of us are geniuses and the rest of you aren't. He loves a little of that. Yeah, um, I mean, but he also made Ratatouille. I, yeah. I don't understand how you can make the Iron that Giant genius. and that. It's just... It's, yeah, sometimes it, the genius doesn't look the way you expect, but it's still like that's a genius and we should all respect them. It's, um, I mean, here's here's the here's the thing with being like an incredibly successful, uh, you know, like creative who's like had your dreams come true. Yeah. It's really hard not to believe in exceptionalism at that That's point, a, I think. Such a good point. Mm-hmm. Such a good point. Um, one other quick idea. Snowpiercer 2 Disney monorail. Oh, yeah. Mm. On the monorail, you have to fight your way up to the front, and then you realize you were Disney all along. I don't know. Something like that. Um, all right. let's. We have to get out of here. 
That is it for the show, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us once again. We will be back again next week, as we inevitably are. Next week, we're talking about the horror portion of Rocky Horror. Next week, we're going to watch Psycho. That's right. As, are you going to do this with us? I know it's pretty spooky. Or are you going to take this, a hunter this, option? This, this, or are you going to not 50, show up? 50. Okay, well, we're going to find out if Ez is going to make it or not. But we are going to watch um, Psycho, the 1960 movie. Yep. Not the remake. Was there a book? Oh, it was based on a book. Yeah, well, we could read the book, too. That's an option. You could read the book instead, uh, Ez. Um, anyway, it's pretty not too horror-y. I think I mean, you can't. Old horror is so much different than, like, new here's horror. The thing. Here's the thing. Like, imagine a cuisine you don't like. And then it's like, look, this is that cuisine, but not very flavorful either. Like, that's not good food. No, 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 no. It's, I mean, it's, it's a different flavor than yours. So if I was like, oh, you hate pizza. This is pizza Pringles. It kind of tastes like Pringles. <laughs> You're like, well, I love Pringles. I don't know. I mean, that's even that's wrong. I mean, it's it's Hitchcock. It's like, this is a great, it's, different thing. Psycho is great. Not too scary. It's just a very, very well-made movie. Yeah. I mean, Yeah. <laughs> It's a good. It's a good movie about uh, things that are a little bit horror-y. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, really. It's just a movie about a, a man with his difficult relationship with his mother, according yeah. to this brief summary. Um, anyway, as fifty-fifty, but we'll be back for the uh, ro- the horror part of Rocky Horror, and then we'll do another Rocky movie, and then another horror movie to round out the month. It's a very fun theme, and if you're excited about Rocky Horror the movie, we're not going to be watching that one. Um, but we're going to be doing the rock and horror. Anyway, very excited about that. If you have any other terrible names for ways we can do months, you can always email us. I love getting email podcasts at readdeshloop.com. I really appreciate everyone who emails the show. And I especially appreciate meat buddies who take their hard-earned money and light it on fire with our Patreon campaign every month. Metreon.com is the way to find us where you can search for us on Patreon. And we really appreciate people keeping us um, limping down the river on our ghost cruise ship anyway thanks for being here as always great to talk to you and hunter thanks for uh taking the time to talk to us even though you didn't do the homework yeah i didn't do the homework i'm gonna do next week's homework though i'm gonna watch that movie i'm gonna watch psycho in the shower baby oh that is added difficulty that i have Um, not i've never watched a whole movie in the shower laptop on the the toilet yeah (laughs) um i'm gonna watch that whole movie dressed as my mom yeah, that's a good one too. It's my option. Yeah. Um, all right, uh, and thank you, Anthony Lopez. Always great chatting with you, buddy. Yeah. Um, this is great to be here. Can I tell you guys a real fucking weird fact? Since yes. no one's listening at this point. Yeah. Uh, you know what Walt Disney's last words were? <laughs> you know. No. What were Walt Disney's last words? <laughs> all right. A fun fact I learned this week. I don't know what to do with it, but there you was go. Was it in response oh, okay. to a question? Who's on your list of people you're allowed to sleep with and your wife won't well, get mad? No, it was like, you know, Kurt Russell was a child star for Disney. He was working on projects up until he died. And it was like something about a Kurt Russell movie that was coming out that year. But mm. he said the name Kurt Russell in conversation. We should also say, by the way, well, so far, once we bring him back, he'll get to say yeah, all a bunch true. of new words. All right. Kurt Russell, uh, <laughs> that's enough. We'll talk to everybody next week. Goodbye. Bye.